Welcome to Coaching for Creatives with Kirsten. My name is Kirsten Call. I'm a therapist-trained life coach and a children's book author. Together, we'll get the drama out of our lives and onto the page. Let's get started. You are listening to episode 50, How to Find Light in the Darkness. I recently reread The Tale of Despero by Kate DiCamillo. It's such a beautiful story. It's about overcoming obstacles and becoming and light and dark. Light and dark are catalysts for many plot points in the book, including the death of the queen and the banishment of soup. Are you intrigued yet? If you haven't read it, you should. It's written for third graders, but my book club managed to discuss it for a full two hours. (laughs) There are many layers to the book. The point is, we are always surrounded by light and dark. There are two ways to look at light. Light is a source of illumination. It can mean bright. It can also mean not heavy, right? I've always been especially interested in light. I love the symbolism and the literal way light clarifies everything. Every time a child of mine celebrates a birthday, I write a poem for them. The number of words always matches the number of years they've been alive. Recently, they were teasing me about how often I use words like illuminate, luminous, shining, radiant, effervescent (laughs) in their birthday poems. They actually did a random search. And yes, indeed, I do use a word for light in almost every single birthday poem. (laughs) Here are a couple of examples that are filled to the brim with light. 19 words for Naomi on her 19th birthday. You are a comet blazing your way, a fiery conduit of passion, shining light on solutions in incandescent glory. Here's another one, 14 words for Sophia on her 14th birthday. You are the moon, graceful and flowing, illuminating others' gifts, and I am eclipsed. So yeah, there's more of that sort of thing five times a year for each of my kids on my Instagram feed. (laughs) Every time we lose power, unfortunately, it happens at least a couple times a year, I'm reminded of how much I rely on light. Every time I enter my closet and I can't see my clothes, every time I walk downstairs and I can't see my feet, every time I want to see something clearly, which is all the time, right? I'm reminded of how powerful and essential light is. Martin Luther King Jr. said, darkness cannot drive out darkness. Only light can do that. Hate cannot drive out hate. Only love can do that. Again, I love the symbolism of light and dark and clarity and obscurity. As we begin a new year, I love how light fills us with love and laughter and understanding. I love how we celebrate light during the holiday season, how we focus on the warmth of connection that light infuses into our souls. So here are some ways to find light in the darkness. Number one, express gratitude. We just had an entire podcast on the healing effects of gratitude. Gratitude fills us with love and light. Number two, give yourself grace. One of the ways to find light in darkness is to allow ourselves our imperfections without judgment. When we accept our frailties for what they are, just part of being human, then there's more light in our lives. Number three, give others grace. I love this one. We don't know what's going on in someone's life. We don't know what they're suffering or struggling through. Regardless of what they are experiencing, we can choose to give them grace. We can choose to tell ourselves a story that helps us feel compassion instead of annoyance. Number four, reach out to others. Have you ever felt heavy and down and then decided to look outside of yourself? Something about thinking about other people amplifies the light in our lives. Number five, 
Seek out connections. This is somewhat similar, right? Life is about connections. Connections give us glimmers or light that burgeons into raging fires of friendship. See, the possibilities with light metaphors are endless. (laughs) Number six, allow others to help you. This one is really tough. We don't like needing help. But when we allow ourselves to be vulnerable enough to accept help, magic happens. We light up. Number seven, be intentional about the stories you tell yourself. We talk about narratives on this podcast all the time, but it bears repeating. Notice when you're telling yourself a sob story or a victim story or a negative story that doesn't serve you. Then intentionally change that story into something you want to tell yourself, a story that embraces light. Number eight, choose thoughts that serve you. Semantics, right? This is just another way to say change your narrative. Number nine, write down a list of things that bring you joy and do at least one of these things daily. I challenge you to try this one today. Write a list of things that make you smile. They can be small or big. A bird, a cup of tea, a hug, a text from a friend, or to a friend. Choose to infuse your life with joy by looking at the list and intentionally doing things on your joy list. Number 10, breathe. This is so beautifully simple, and yet we forget how easy it is to center ourselves with a few deep breaths. Let's do it together now. Breathe in. Breathe out. Breathe in, breathe out. Remember that as we breathe in, that kind of energizes us. And then if we breathe out for longer than we breathe in, it calms us down. It calms the whole parasympathetic nervous system. Everything feels lighter already, doesn't it? 11, practice mindfulness. There's nothing better than just being in the moment with no interruptions, no notifications or cell phones, no people, just you and your inner light. Number 12, notice when you experience positive emotions. Studies show that regularly experiencing positive emotions enhances your physical health, reduces stress, and even prolongs your life. Looking for and appreciating even the littlest positive experiences can help you notice more glimmers of light. A few years ago, my word for the year was ignite. For me, the word had many layers and meanings. I wanted to ignite my career, my family life, my health, my everything. I wanted to shine my light and help other people shine their lights and ignite their lives. So let's talk about a few ways to shine your light. Number one, notice moments when light is needed. These are moments when maybe someone feels sad or heavy. Maybe they feel mired in darkness. This is the perfect opportunity to shine your light for them allowing them to find clarity and love. Number two, ask yourself these questions. How can I shine my light? How can I be the person I want to be in this particular situation? How can my presence in this moment enlighten or illuminate or shine brightly? Number three, share your talents. If you love to sing, sing out loud. If you love to write, Post something you've written. There is joy and light in sharing our passions and talents. Number four, be authentic and vulnerable. Then your inner beauty and inner light has more space to shine through. And number five, smile. Have you ever noticed how smiling at someone makes you feel? Even a stranger's smile gives us a dash of dopamine. Smiling spreads light like almost nothing else. Smiles bring connection and light into the darkness. So, as you begin the new year, I hope you find light in the darkness 
And not only that, I hope you shine your light in the darkness, helping others find their lights, creating the kind of illumination worthy of a birthday poem. (laughs) So shine your light. Allow yourself to kindle the flames of connection. And of course, keep smiling. If you like what you've heard, check out my Get Yourself Unstuck program. Go to kirstencall.com. That's K-I-R-S-T-I-N-E-C-A-L-L.com and schedule a free consultation today. Coaching for Creatives is produced by Kirsten Call. Music and audio engineering by James Call. <laughs>